0: You asked for it. Here it is. It's a podcast from Apathetic Enthusiasm.
1: Coming to you live from a world where hats are everywhere. So many hats. We're talking cowboy, backwards, sunshades, sombrero, all kinds of them. What kind of hat do you wear? And what podcast do you listen to? Is it International RSS, the official recording podcast? Is it? Is it? You do have
0: like a kind of like a Woody Woodpecker sort of uh, laugh there at the end. <laughs> hey everybody, I'm Travis. Hey
1: everybody, I'm Brandon and welcome to the show, the show where we talk about all things Rick and Morty. Not just some things, no. That's where we differentiate ourselves from the other Rick and Morty podcasts, podcasts what other what other rick and morty podcast <laughs> there are none out there uh none out there nearly as as good and and full of handsome men like like yours truly and also travis and also i'm here uh so yeah hi everybody <laughs> welcome welcome to the
0: interdimensional rss uh happy to be bringing you a brand new episode unless you're watching live you are seeing or hearing this podcast within the month of a brand new season of mm. Rick and Morty. Very oh. very exciting stuff. Uh we we cannot wait and we are gearing up. We have a lot of exciting episodes coming up in preparation for season 5. So if you want to make sure that you're catching all of the details, staying attuned to exactly what is happening with this podcast, then you got to be following us on social media. Make sure you're out there on Twitter at Rick and Morty pod, following us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Rick and Morty podcast. Send us emails, Rick and Morty podcast at gmail.com. So we can get your insights, your thoughts, what you're excited about for the upcoming season. Uh, of course, you can follow us on Reddit, uh, com is our subreddit. We also are all over posting on rickandmorty.reddit.com. Someone, some moderator apparently is affiliated with the podcast now. It's weird. Uh, we, won't, we won't get into that, Brandon. Uh, we might get into it in the episode. Uh, and then finally, uh, you can check out all of our episodes on our website, rickandmortypod.com. As I mentioned, we are streaming live on twitch.tv slash apathetic enthusiasm. You could also catch video versions of the podcast over at youtube.com slash apathetic enthusiasm. We have a Patreon, patreon.com slash apathetic enthusiasm. You could donate over there. We, we Brandon and I plan on recording some special Patreon exclusives uh, for the good folks over at Patreon. So we will give you more information about that over on the Patreon website. Uh, and then you can get like t shirts and stuff with our logo on it. Go to TeePublic, uh, apathetic enthusiasm.com slash shop is uh is a way to get those yeah and yeah. uh yeah i think i think that's all the links i think that's all of that, the things that, that people all, need that is all
1: the links uh, good good news about the our rt public site travis i did go in there I, I rearranged some stuff and and i uploaded a couple of more designs uh that that we have out there so for our actual apathetic enthusiasm the the, the green little one that that you that you made a little while back yes uh, I also added rounding the the rounding the basis logo on there. Uh just uh just for for shits and grins. Uh um, keeping it in the network. Keep keeping it keeping it classic. <laughs> they they still haven't fully agreed to that, but you know, I'm I'm producing them. So, you know, what yeah. what are you going to tell me? Tell you me can, no?
0: You can just, you can just hold their episodes hostage until they pay up. Be like, <laughs> "Well, it's not going to hit the Apple Podcasts uh application unless Unless I start seeing those greenbacks, that's that's <laughs> that, that's that's how podcasting works these days. Yeah, that's right. Um. All oh, right. Throat. Well, Brandon, I I I just want to let folks know if they're watching the video version, uh, there's an end in sight. You, you, this is not the final form for streaming, Brandon. We we are very close to Brandon getting actual internet at his house. Correct.
1: Oh gosh. Yes. Yes. If 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 my hope is is accurate this time around, Wednesday of this week, June 2nd, I will have actual <laughs> giga blast internet in, in my house, uh, which, which means for our video listeners, you hear crappy audio from my end. Audio listeners, you hear crappy audio from a different microphone. Um, but uh, yeah, l- looking forward to that. Uh, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be great. Um, yeah, but, it'll be uh, fantastic. It, as long, as long as it's before June 20th, AKA father's day, AKA season five premiere. then, you know, we're on golden pond here.
0: Yes. Yes. That, and, and don't forget to catch our new podcast, uh, dedicated to on golden pond. Uh, it's, <laughs> I, I, I don't have an on golden pond pun to, to come up with for that, but, uh, it's a failed joke, uh, and failed jokes, <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, mean it's time to get into our first segment, which is semi pertinent news.
1: Screw rock-a-tuck-a, Screw rock-a-tuck-a, Screw a Semi pertinent news. Screw rakatakka. a Screw a Tuck. Semi pertinent news. I uh, I've been Very I, I'm I'm unpacking my my house after this move, right, Travis? And and there's there's stuff on my desk that I would just have because I'm I'm shuffling things around. And there is a a single wood screw uh that is that is on my desk that I've been playing with. And I was like, you know, I'm more interested in in this screw right now than than podcasting for the masses. Um <laughs> and so I, I dedicate I dedicate this episode to the screw. Oh. All right. Screw this one's for you. <laughs> uh
0: I, I will say that there are normally all sorts of little knickknacks and trinkets on my desk that I tend to fidget with as we're podcasting. Uh-huh. And uh, this, uh, this Morty stress ball from the uh, loot crate that we got. It's a great little, just like grab it. doesn't make a lot of noise. So it's, it's not super distracting, but that's, that's been the, that's been the fidget of choice for me yeah. lately. Uh, while I listen to you talk when it 's your turn on on podcast uh, <laughs> anyway uh, it is semi pertinent news. Uh, we have one major news story to discuss and it's it 's not hard hitting late breaking news because in traditional Rick and morty fashion, they always drop huge announcements immediately after we release an episode
1: uh, yeah, so- yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I, I, I no rhyme or reason about it we we record every Monday, basically. Right. And then and then Tuesday, we will release the episode and the the past couple of announcements Tuesday morning. They announce something right after after we've already recorded after we've moved mm-hmm. on. Well, this this announcement. Right. We we didn't record until Tuesday. I think we recorded maybe like Tuesday or Wednesday and it didn't. It, the episode didn't get out till later. They released this news the day after we recorded, even though we recorded late, and it was like, "Oh, come on, come on, come on! We can't win, we can't win with them." Uh,
0: but of course, the news that we're speaking of is we have confirmed episode titles. That's right, every episode in season five the the titles have been shared. Uh, they they shared a cool video with with Rick hiding out in that like crawl space underneath the house on the tiny planet uh <laughs> dating back to like what is that the season finale of season 2 season 2
1: See- season 2 finale yeah, yeah.
0: Um, right right before Rick goes and turns himself in. Uh so so yeah, so he's sitting down there, he's all sad looking, and now he has all of these floating episode titles all around him. Uh we're not we're not gonna like break these down and do like a huge um, you know, I don't know, like dissection of what these episodes could mean. If you wanna get our our thoughts on possible synopses for the the upcoming episodes, then you can check out our last episode of this podcast, uh where we came up with our own bronopsises uh based on the trailers. But let's break them down. Uh, we've got we've got ten titles. The first one Mort Diner Rick Andre.
1: Mort Dinner Rick Andre, which is a reference to
0: Din- my Yeah, there's two ends in there. It's dinner. I can't read. <laughs> All right. The, ladies
1: and gentlemen, I can't read. Mort Diner? Mort Mort diner. We're uh, back in the shonies. <laughs> we never left the Shonies. Uh obviously a uh, uh, reference to my dinner with Andre. Uh, hashtag obvi. Uh, we got Mortiplicity, uh, which is uh you know uh based off Multiplicity. of the classic, yeah. the classic uh Keanu Reeves film, uh where he, he tries <laughs> to save his dog uh from uh, gang yeah. members. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> that's that's the one. Rick Dependent Spray, uh, Rick Convenient Mort, which I'm assuming that is the one where we see the kind of Captain America uh, character. Uh, because okay. Rick convenient Mort is, is ba- you know, uh, inconvenient, in, inconvenient Truth, uh, the whole Al Gore thing, right? Uh, a Amer- yeah. mortican Rick Feedy, which that's a really hard one to say. That
0: would- yeah. Um,
1: a mortican
0: Can gr- Feedy. <laughs> yeah. <Ugh. laughs> there. I- Kudos to whoever's writing these. And I can't wait to hear the bronopsis that 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 go along with them. <laughs>
1: uh Rick and Morty's Thanksploitation spectacular. Uh which a nice a nice Thanksgiving episode? Do you think you think that's gonna be closer to Thanksgiving?
0: Yeah, I'm really I'm really curious about that because if you if you mark out the dates, 10 weeks, um, I don't think we quite hit Thanksgiving. Uh, with this season, I could be—I could be wrong. We're gonna June, July, August. Yeah, no, I—I I, I don't really think it'll I, unless unless you end up being right and we do have some sort of mid-season break, um, which they've—they've they've said we will get all ten episodes right. So we're not anticipating much of a break, but this does feel like it could be a Thanksgiving episode.
1: Yeah, e- even if even if they have like uh, one or two maybe like two week breaks, right? That that's enough to, to split things up. We got uh, like Rick dependence spray, for example, you know, uh, right around July 4th.
0: Yeah. The,
1: the U S independence day holiday weekend, right? They, they might have a break then. Uh, and, and maybe, maybe the Thanksgiving episode, maybe it's a finale. I don't know. We're not, it's just conjecture here. We're not, predicting anything we we have zero knowledge at this point we are this is a hundred (laughs) percent speculation that's right uh gotron jerry sis rick vangelion uh is is one
0: yes based on a popular anime or at least that's what my coworkers tell me uh (laughs) that that was that was the only episode title that somebody i work with came up to me and they're like oh do you see this one that's like one of my favorite animes and i was like okay i'll take your word
1: for it um, oh, all right, I'm still on uh, my my hero academia. My hero academia. Uh, it's I'm I'm still watching that show. By the way, it's it's good stuff. Uh, Rick Turner um, French Shine of the spotless Mort. Uh, old, classic Jim Carrey film. Yeah, Love it. yeah. Old, old, old scary Terry folds on our on our Facebook mentioned that that one is maybe maybe we're gonna get a tear jerky. Type of episode out of, out of that one, hmm, maybe.
0: Mm, or it ends up being like some sort of Morty's Mind Blowers, <laughs> like they're messing with 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 you know thoughts again, and yeah, I don't know. It could it, they could they could go with that like direction, a, like it. an
1: unofficial Mind blowers sequel, uh, without without you know coming right out and, and being like Interdimensional maybe. Cable Two, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we got we got we got two more on here too, Travis. What what are they? Forgetting Seric Murchill uh hope
0: hopefully this is the uh this is like the hawaii episode right they go to a hawaiian resort oh, that'd yeah. be that'd be terrific maybe this is the we, we we guessed that they may be doing a vacation type episode uh there's there's some clues in the trailers about that so may, maybe this is that episode and then rick more <laughs> rick morai jack uh like samurai jack uh there's there's some some history over at adult swim with uh samurai jack and rick and morty uh scheduling conflicts and whatnot um so interest interesting choice of title with this one and a, and a nod to a classic adult swim uh show as well so yeah there there you go 10 episodes we now have titles and uh and all that's left is to to see see the see the dang shows, so uh, I'm excited I know you guys are excited as well um unity, if you have a favorite episode or a favorite title uh be sure to share that with us over on all of those social media platforms and uh we will we will keep the conversation going out there. any other thoughts on these titles brandon
1: no I, we we in the past we've had an entire episode dedicated to uh, the episode titles and what we thought they meant right and, and like kind of breaking them down a little bit. This was our quick way of doing that uh because we've got a we've got a full slate I think coming up in the next couple weeks, ideally uh leading into to season five, and we're we couldn't be more excited to do that for you. Uh, but there's one more thing before we get into our next segment, our next main segment uh and that is what we like to call Dan Harmon's social media minute.
0: Nail rat ta 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 ta. Nail rat ta 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 ta. <laughs> it's the day and harm in social media. Nail hot ta, ta 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 episode okay.
1: dedicated to nail. <laughs> nail, we love nope, you. No, that's
0: a screw. That's a screw. The nail. The nail's my thing. Okay, completely different. Don't, oh, don't eh, get don't Im- get it twisted, oh. Brandon. <laughs>
1: hey. It must it must be like a wood, like one of those wood screws, right? Like with like the ridges. Because how are you gonna get the rat ta 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 ta? On a on a on a nail, unless it's like yeah, don't don't question my my craft or my nails. <laughs> it's like a drywall screw. It's a drywall Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, but... exactly.
0: Anyway, 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 not important. Uh this is the Dan Harmon social media minute. Uh Dan is getting back out there. He he's he's shaved his COVID beard. He's 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 ready to reemerge in this post COVID society that we live in. And uh and he's posting about it, of course. Uh so he uh, and his fiance uh Cody Heller um were out and about and he posted this picture it's a picture of Cody off in the corner uh and the caption is i'm going to go over there and fart uh <laughs> oh, and he tags yeah. normal heller his his fiance uh not nothing nothing too crazy just shout out Col- Colin is Calling his lady out about a a little public flatulence. But what stood out to me was the location of this photo. Because I immediately was like, that looks familiar. Something about this seems very familiar to me. And then I saw a Pacific Wharf trash can. uh, A a Bowden bakery tour thing like on the other side. And I realized, this is at a Disney theme park sure enough i i look at i look at the location tag and this was sent from disney california adventure park uh dan dan does disney so uh they apparently after yeah i said it um apparently after disneyland finally reopened after over a year of being closed due to california's covid regulations uh yeah they they decided to get out and go check out disney california adventure and i'm excited for them I I love me some Disneyland, uh, and so that's why that's why I picked this particular uh, you know that and he just really hasn't posted much in the last couple <laughs> of weeks. I'm sure he's very busy. Um, it's, but it's, yeah. It's, uh, he, he, yeah, he
1: he hasn't he hasn't posted much because uh, I, I I went on Instagram just to kind of uh, gauge what he's been up to, uh, and mostly because I kept seeing. I think you you may have mentioned that to me a couple days ago. Oh, that he was at Disneyland. Uh, and it just happened to be that uh, Rob Schraub was posting a bunch of stuff on, on Instagram uh, with him and, and Dan as well. And, and Cody and, yeah. and and his, and uh, Rob's SO, right. His significant other one, one where they're on like a roller coaster uh, and it's, it's all of them screaming uh, and it's like set to music. It's, 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 it's fun. We'll just, you and I will do competing segments. I'll do the Schraub. You do the, you do the Harmon
0: a, a shrub social media minute or is that is that we'll we'll have competing segments i i i think I think this is already excessive as it is but Good. anyway Good uh you can you can go out to to Dan's social media and um you can now fart in the same place that Dan's fiance has farted so so make sure to check that out uh over uh on on dan's instagram <laughs> uh at dan Harmon uh and that's it for the the social
1: media minute yeah, that was that was great. We did we did a good job on that one, Travis. I gotta I gotta commend us for for both just knocking that one out of the theme park. A <laughs> a. Hey, hey. uh, all right, all right, ladies and
0: gentlemen. Uh, that is that is gonna do it for uh, semi pertinent news. If you see any sort of Rick and Morty adjacent news out on the interweb that you think we should feature in an upcoming episode, uh, make sure to share that with us, and and we will always give you credit. Uh, as long as we can remember who sent it to us uh but but yeah yeah we we appreciate everybody that sends us little bits of news oh uh, oh
1: my oh my god you know Matt, oh, Travis you know what we didn't do yet oh my gosh oh my god uh, i'm i'm so i'm so sorry everybody the one segment you've, that
0: you've been moving you, you, what did we have news that we didn't cover no
1: Brandon? it's not not news it is it is the thing that i like to call uh, uh, the subreddit post of the week. Uh, oh, I, I, tried oh. To keep, I tried to keep that in there, and uh, and and I forgot about it. But good, good news, I've got it. I've got it figured out. Uh, this Built la- on the fly. <laughs> this last week, uh, there is a post that that came out. It has thirteen thousand upvotes. Posted by Hi Kitty One. Uh, it the title is says innocent, and it is a it is a picture of. Death Crystal Morty, he's in, he's in, the, he's in the court, uh, and he's talking to the judge. And the judge asks, is there anything you want to say for yourself? Death Crystal Morty says, Reddit said, I'm not the asshole. And the judge says, he's innocent. Case dismissed. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Uh, with one user report that says low effort, uh, I want to commend you. Hi, Kitty One, for having the Reddit post of the week. Hat tip to you. Tip, tip
0: yeah
1: <laughs> All right,
0: all right. That's that's enough of, of this nonsense. It is now time to get into the reason you're all here. It's time for the main thing.
1: Ooh, do 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 <laughs> Um, i was,
0: they, they always they always go on just a little <laughs> bit longer than i expect them to <laughs> uh i uh,
1: what what jumped out in my head was the scorpion's wind of change right uh which is doo, 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 doo. Uh, which is a great it's a great song it, but it's like a whistling thing and i but i didn't want to whistle into the into the uh the microphone because it because it it ends up being like ooh it's like in like in a wind tunnel uh so in, instead i did like a half-assed uh, wind of change which just changed some notes um and that is my process everybody that is that is the process that i go through creative creativity wise uh but today we're talking to folks who are actually creative uh we we had a chance to hit up again uh the the folks who wrote a Wrote and drew a Rick and Morty comic. Uh, we're talking about Alex Spear and Fred Stressing, who did the bird person number one. We had them on for uh, an interview last year. We have them back this year for their debut of Rick's new hat. Yeah, it's it's it is it is the
0: crossover event, the faux crossover event of the summer. the The biggest thing to happen in comic books, arguably, you know, this year maybe in the decade Um, and and they they're a ton of fun to talk to they they the guys know their comics they 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 love this stuff Uh, so yeah without any further ado here is our interview with Alex and Fred
1: Hey, we're recycling their intros from last time because they were here before and we're just as excited today as we were then to announce these dudes. First up, we have our comic artist and colorist for a bunch of series, most notably Invader Zim, Munchkin, and Rick and Morty Presents Bird Person. Oh, he's been working professionally in comics since 2009, full time since 2014. Uh, That's Fred stressing. Fred, I'll, I'll I'll let you say hi. Hello. Perfect. <laughs> our second guest was a contributor for The Onion and published a book called The Official Handbook of the Bowie Verse for the Devastator. Of course, he also wrote Rick and Morty Presents Bird Person, Frony Press. Unity, please welcome back to the podcast our favorite comic artist and writer, Brett Stressing and Alex Fearer.
2: Woo! Woo! Hey! Ooh, what a crowd! Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> How can you handle this Coliseum?
0: Um,
3: That's the live stream.
1: Good.
2: Yeah, yeah. Br- Brandon, you need to get your
0: uh, your soundboard hooked back up so we can get those drops, get those fake audience drops. Come
1: yeah, on. I forget, I forget where those are.
2: Oh, oh! Yeah, Thank you for good. having us. Thank you. You're the WTF of uh, talking about Rick and Morty comics. <laughs> so those uh, be here in a heartbeat.
0: We're, 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 we're flattered we're flattered so so how how are things it's been it's been almost a year since mm-hmm. since we last hung out since we last talked yeah. uh how, how how are you guys doing are you you guys you guys feeling good
3: yeah everything's fine everything's going great i don't know what could be going wrong uh post pandemic
2: baby last <laughs> time we spoke we were in the midst of it now it
1: was, yeah. it was peak
0: covid time yeah peak
2: covid we yeah, were was... like everyone's yeah go ahead I was just saying, yeah. <laughs> yes. And, I don't know, I don't yeah. and we're all we're all we're all vaccinated or all vax. I don't believe in it, but I'm glad you guys do. That's <laughs> me. I got vax. I got the Johnson and Johnson. Oh, rocking rock that baby powder shot. Love yeah, it. Yeah, give me the bad one. It's a give me the bad <laughs> shot. The one's about to be recalled in four days. The one and done. Easy peasy. The one uh, and done isn't I'm gonna be done with this shot. Ooh. <laughs> well since we
0: last spoke we actually talked to you guys before bird person number one was released the amazing comic bird person uh how how do you guys feel like since bird person came out like are you guys i mean obviously you guys have a new comic coming out uh rick's new hat but like how do you guys feel about the like how bird
2: person was received uh I never want to interrupt anyone. Uh, people loved it. It sold really well. I, I'm very happy. We got another Rick and Morty series. I'm working with Fred now, which is the best thing I got out of Bird Person, because I met Fred, and we're working on, like, cool indie stuff. Uh, and people liked it. People reached out to us, especially because Rick kissed Bird Person, and that's the highest compliment <laughs> you can get is if you get the
3: excited that Rick kissed Bird Person crowd. I mean, absolutely. That was. It's been really positive, especially the Rick kissed Bird Person crowd. Yes. No, it's been good. It's been uh, really great, and it is very exciting. Like Alex said, we're working on some indie stuff in addition since we met up on Bird Person, which is pretty exciting. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not here to talk about that. I'm not here to talk oh, about no. that. No, I'm Rick's new, new hat.
0: Shit of it. <laughs> yes, yes. Rick's, Rick's new hat, the Rick's exciting new, new uh, really uh, the biggest comic event of 2021, I believe. Absolutely. That's, that's what, that's what, that's what I've read online. Uh, <laughs> she was
2: reborn? What the fuck is that? fucking jason aaron marvel shit i don't know what that is i know rick's got a new hat
0: that's right and and that new hat will be in comic shops uh june 2nd so so tell us tell us just a little like quick synopsis like rick gets a new hat that's that's pretty much it right
2: i think that's all anyone needs to know (laughs) okay
0: do you have anything else you gotta add i mean he gets
3: a new hat uh (laughs) yeah no he basically
0: gets a new hat I'm sold. I'm sold. Yeah. And uh, so, so we all know that clothes are a huge part of Rick's life. What drove you to focus on his signature and beloved hat?
2: The, the famous hat. In episode, <laughs> in the season premiere of season three, you will notice Rick tells the Groflamite who gets into his head that he has tentative plans to buy a new hat.
0: Oh <laughs> is 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 that the is that the origins of, of this idea
2: is that the I'm going to be that... honest with you. No. But, <laughs> but my brother was rewatching Rick and Morty and he took a photo of it cuz this what inspired it. So I'm going to say yes. See I'm a storyteller. <laughs> <laughs> I take the mythology and Rick and Morty are our modern gods. They are our modern legends when rick says in season three episode one i have tentative plans to buy a new hat i have to tell that story no i was i just uh i wanted to see the goofiest pitch i could do and then i had the idea like a fake crossover would be like would be kind of funny because i love doing rick and morty presents mm-hmm. where you like focus on the side characters and it's like yeah it I would, cause like when I got to pitch a new series, I was like, I don't want to like do this, but it is just like, I want to keep writing bird person kind of, but I shouldn't. Cause it's like, you shouldn't like keep going to that well if you have an opportunity to like diversify, but it's like, I would love it if there was, if I would be so happy if the Rick and Morty characters could be like the Marvel universe, like, cause I like these characters so much. I like writing them so much. Um, that if like bird person could just have his own series that crosses over with like Morty series, that would be so great. And thought like, I'm just going to make this happen because it's like an idea I enjoy.
0: So, so when you talk about like a faux crossover, you talk, you talk about it, this being a faux crossover event. Is that sort of like your, your inspiration is all these different, like Rick and Morty presents one-off sort of characters, like bringing them all together in, in, in a storyline that, they may not necessarily like have made sense in the past to, to interact with each other.
2: Yeah. um, A little bit of it, but a big thing is also just like, I'm a massive fan of Grant Morrison. And I think as anyone is who enjoys books with pictures and the pictures are put in an order. uh, And a big thing that he does that I think is genius. He and Alan Moore, especially is they try to imitate the writing of what is inherently junk, junk writing um like Grant Morrison he will imitate like he will take the dialogue straight out of like a 50s comic book and put it into like a gothic horror story Alan Moore will straight up just like imitate like flip the frog cartoons like like things like not even good enough to be Mickey Mouse uh or like to be remembered honestly by most people and like do it and I always thought like It's so interesting because, like, crossovers inherently have such a specific way those stories are told, and that is to say, usually it's everything but the kitchen sink, but if you don't read the spinoffs, you're always getting half a story, and they're always collected in trade paperbacks without the spinoffs, so... Usually, you are always reading half the story. You you are always reading half the story with a crossover. And I thought, like, it's such a unique and funny thing. And Rick and Morty, by its nature, parodies like what it kind of gets into. So I thought, like, it would be so fun to just like tell half a Rick and Morty story. The biggest inspiration, I will say this, was: Do you guys? I know Fred does, but do you guys have you guys read Grant Morrison's Animal Man?
1: I have not. I haven't. No.
3: It's excellent. It's very. Huh? I I'd highly, highly recommend Animal Man. I'm <laughs> making I think animal- the notes right now. <laughs> notes.
2: Animal Man might be one of the best words. Fred, you can jump in, by the way. And Oh, yeah. And, no, um, I don't want to cut you
3: off. Uh, I don't unless...
2: want to I'm a loud guy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Animal Man, one of my favorite graphic novels. And Grant Morrison is doing his genius thing through it. And randomly, I always think about it. There are two issues that I think tie into Hawk World. Uh, this event where, like, the Sanagarians, like Hawkman's, Hawkwoman's people oh, yeah, yeah, are yeah. invading Earth. Yeah, and there is, like, uh, Animal Man's thing is that he has to, you know, it's pure Grant Morrison. If you've seen Doom Patrol, like, you know his style. Animal Man has to defuse a bomb created by a poet. And he has to just, like, think of, like, the most miserable thing in the world. It's something like that. And it ends with just, like, the shaggy dog absurdist ending with Hawkman as an ally. Comes, he presses a button on it. But I always remember, it's just like, Grant Morrison did his thing in the spinoff, and all of a sudden reading um animal man you get this glimpse into an event that no one remembers no one's going to read the comic of this they don't care they love grant morrison they love animal man so a big part of rick's new hat is i was thinking like oh it's an event the dumbest fucking thing imaginable <laughs> rick's Rick's getting a new hat and every issue that he goes into because i will be on there have been like a few shakeups. Uh, I think Rick and Morty are the stars of most of the crossovers. Sorry, everyone. But Poopy <laughs> Butthole has been solicited. Mr. Poopy Butthole. But in both of them, it's like the two that have been revealed is Mr. Poopy Butthole Apocalypse, which was based on Old Man Logan. So that's the idea that if there's like a whole series going on where Mr. Poopy Butthole is like trying to make his way through the apocalypse. And the third issue, it's the adventures of like, it's based on the Sandman in a big way, where it's just like the adventures of the... um was a tickets, please guy as the angel of death. Yeah. Going through, going through the Greek underworld. You'll see what happens. We got twists. We got turns. Yeah. yeah. Uh, The rest haven't been solicited yet, so I'm not going to reveal it, but that's the idea. It's like Rick and Morty dropping into the long saga of other people's series. Each one is written in a different voice. And Fred actually really did draw them in like different styles too that you'll kind of see as uh, they go on. But that's that's fantastic
0: that's yeah and i love like taking that idea of a like existing world and that that theme because like so many rick and morty episodes like base themselves off a theme or or a piece of pop culture content and like twisting that into the series that's that's brilliant I, i i'm
3: excited yeah i will say i'm i'm most excited for people to check out the second issue which is the poopy butthole apocalypse um uh, you, I think uh, if you if you read to the end of issue one, you get a little taste of that. See where we're going with it, but it just gets weirder and wilder, and uh, it's it's yeah, it's really good. <laughs> it's really good. Fred draws gruesome shit so well; it's so <laughs> yes. good. So just 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 write me more of it. I will draw it all. Draw it all. Yeah. There
1: there there are there are a couple panels in in the first issue uh, that I was really impressed by, and it, it was it was. and I'm I'm sure this has been seen other, other places, but the specific one is where uh, the, the font is going kind of backwards. The text is going backwards on the page and there's, there's, you know, you know what I'm I'm talking about. There's, there's a a Morty there. uh, And it's uh, really impressed by just the way that, that page, that panel flows uh, to, from right to left. Thanks. Um, It's a tricky one,
3: (laughs) but that was, I'm glad it worked out. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. it, it, so and and i'll also say about like crossovers what's interesting about crossovers the first comic i have the when i got into comics was right around like identity crisis and stuff in the, the early 2000s and uh i didn't realize how many extra kind of side books that were going on at the same time that that fed into the the story of dr light getting his mind wiped and then uh the raping the Adam's wife or something like that. No, no, no.
2: Yeah, That's, that's a, that's the bleakest comic I think I've ever read from a mainstream publisher. And that includes Watchmen, which was actually like
3: good. It's definitely the bleakest crossover event. It's the bleakest <laughs> like, fuck, Yes. They're
2: gone. It's the bleakest <laughs> book. I, you imagine you'll ever see like Zatanna in or whatever the fuck. Like, yes.
1: Uh, yeah. But, so we talk, so we talk about crossovers that, Identity crisis makes me excited about what we're gonna see in uh, Rick's Rick's new hat. Um, yeah, yeah uh, So you, you said you wanted you wanted to pitch the the craziest idea. Uh, this this Rick's new hat, right? Um, how, did you did you have did you pitch the idea with with Fred in mind already? Like, did, were you guys collaborating on this early on?
2: Uh, um, I asked for Fred, and I got Fred. So that's cool. Uh, I mean, yeah,
1: Aww. yeah. He was, I, he
3: was telling me about stuff he was pitching, and I was like, "Hey, that's really cool. It'd be cool if I got to do this." <laughs> and then I like. Asked yeah. This. yeah, I and like we were, working. Oh, we were working on some other projects at the same time that we were trying to uh, get moving, but then they uh, got in touch with me about this, and I'm like, "Oh, absolutely, definitely, I'm there." Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, yeah. Look, um, I I love working with Fred and from uh, to Fred. Um, and the best thing you get with Fred is he will make your comic 50 times funnier than whatever script you wrote, which is not a given always in comics, but Fred is like a spectacularly like, just like he knows how to land a joke beautifully. But what I'm also like the two page spread in bird person, where he talks to vulture person was the writing was inspired by the Sandman. And I read in like a Bendis book going like, tell the artists to do whatever they want for like a couple pages in the comic. And I did it. And they're easily the two best pages in the comic. It's like the art is the comic. When you skim through a comic book in a store, you're looking at the art. the, The dialogue is like such an, extra thing compared to like the plot you write. And then the artist like interpreting the plot. And I knew I would be in good hands with Fred and I didn't want to just stop working on him with the Rick and Morty stuff and the bird person. This is the best. Yeah. I think about the comics with Fred in mind, cause he's been also drawing all of them too. So like I got some Rick and Morty stuff coming up with a new artist. And that was like a little bit of a curve learning how to like write for a new like artist for the characters. Yeah.
0: Mm, that's really, it's really interesting, Fred. Especially in this first interview, were, were there any like pages or, or scenes or things that like you found particularly fun or frustrating to work on? Like, was was there
3: anything that was really like stood out as hmm. frustrating? You say? Uh, <laughs> no, actually, the, the Alex always writes great scripts for me, and they're always crazy fun. I think I tried to do. There's a couple spots I tried to do some creative stuff. There's the one you're talking about where it's sort of like the words sort of weave around the art through the page. And that was, that was challenging just sort of, cause like it, we definitely were going for a kind of vulture person type thing with the bird person issue on that. Um, so, but I was, I was limited or it felt more limiting cause it was just a one page. So I was like, I got to really land this and sort of just get everything spaced out just right in that one page. So that was, that was challenging. Um, Otherwise, I'm trying to think of any of the real challenging stuff in this one. I think I did have some, um, okay, uh, not big spoilers. The last page was a challenge only because I was like, oh, I got to set up the environment. I got to set up the, the characters for this last, last page reveal um, and get everything sort of looking good and make everything. There's some characters I had to reference heavily uh, for inspiration, though not specifically um you'll see what i mean when you read it yes, and sir. that was that was maybe the biggest challenge but i i just also would like to shout out real quick uh, andrew dalhouse oh yes doing amazing colors on this series he's just killing it and yeah. uh, that last page has some of my favorite colors <laughs> just gross weirdness it's <laughs> really really great it, it it makes me super excited for
0: the the next issue because yeah the, you, the way that you guys set it up for 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 the next issue it's uh yeah, the next yeah, issue it's, gets, it's, it's gets
3: real weird and
2: goopy we're <laughs> real, real real disgusting mm-hmm. uh sh- man shout out to fred's comic specific cronenbergs you see them <laughs> in the show they can be just a little lumpy you know it's the animation you can't make them too too detailed <laughs> uh, comic book oh veins all over <laughs> every piece again Oh, that's what I'm, whatever. Read the solicitor for issue two. You'll know what it' am talking about. You know what? That's fair. Yeah. It's <laughs> a lot of Cronenbergs.
1: A bunch of Cronenbergs yeah. <laughs> so many Cronen- yeah. So many Cronenbergs. Yeah. The, the, you, you go from the show, the reference, like kind of like the style of, of mm. how, of how they've done their Cronenbergs. And then you, right. you don't, you don't want to, you don't want to copy it out. You don't want to copy it, yeah. but you want it to be uh, an homage to it at, at the very least. Uh, so I, I imagine that was, you know. I'm not an artist, so I can imagine yeah. it's difficult to try to get the 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 style, but not yeah. copied out right.
3: It that was challenging, and then I had to sort of just like do some, just do like try some out first before I could really nail down like, oh, this is how I want to do them. This is how weird I want to make them. It's 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 an interesting challenge because you want to make them weird and mutant and blobby. And a little bit like, like you want to see that, Oh, they were human once, but you also want them to be distinctly non-human. <laughs> so it's kind of, and not just look like any other Rick and Morty alien on another planet or something. Cause that can be a challenge too. Cause you want it to be visually distinct. Like I know in the beginning of this, there's a sequence on another planet with some different alien creatures around. Uh, there's a few, there's a, there's a lot of alien creatures in this. And yeah. Um, I referenced some, but then there's others. I'm just like making up, and I'm, I'm glad to say, to my eye anyway, most of them look visually distinct enough from the Cronenberg's that so you see the Cronenberg's and you go, oh yeah, Cronenberg's, and these guys are aliens. Got it.
2: Yeah. Well, one thing that you did, like wh- Annie and I were looking over yesterday before we sent you guys the PDF, and we noticed like there's a lady Cronenberg with like long eyelashes. And that's like kind of cool. It's like the thing is like she wore makeup as a human being. She's not gonna give it up after the mutation. And that's like the nice little human touch to all of these. They all look as neurotic and weird as a people. they nailed that <laughs> wonderfully.
3: Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah.
1: I, 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 I wanted I wanted to ask a question. Uh, talking about uh, working working with Fred, Fred and Alex working together. Uh, obviously, there's there's other collaborations going on that that is not. Uh, that is not this, this issue, uh, th- this series, uh, what kind of things have you learned from each other that ha- have made it easier kind of going into, uh, Rick's new hat?
3: Hmm. I'm going to start off on this one. If that's cool. Yeah. I think one of the big things has been, um, and this is unique to working with Alex for me is that we're, we've been very communicative during the whole process of writing while well, he writes it and then I draw it. And we'll like, I'll sort of send pages as I finish them. And I'll be like, how's this? What's that? Any notes? Any ideas? And um, then he'll like write things and be like, how does this joke work now with this? Like little tweaks and stuff as the issue continues. And so I haven't had that experience with any other writers I've worked with, really. It's been mostly like, here's your script. I'll talk to you later. And you're like, oh, OK, cool. And it's th- that can be kind of nice because <laughs> there are some writers who are excessively hands-on um but this is alex is like great to work with and the jokes are great and it's the writing is like it's it's so funny and it's just a pleasure to work on all the time and the collaboration um it honestly makes it feel more exciting and a lot less like i'm working in a void which is one of the things about comics that can be extremely frustrating is just sending out pages and wondering if anybody even saw them
2: (laughs) Mm, mm
1: it was, was, was that, was that, uh, you know, uh, with bird person when we could talk to you guys for bird mm. person, the, more of that, more of that has gone on, uh, mm. since, since that initial time, yes. right. Yeah. So, okay. It that, that, that blossoming of, of the working relationship.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. It's been, it's been really good just since bird person. Cause we did very much that since bird person huh. and just the back and forth and it's, it's really nice. And then if there's something, I'm like, "Hey, I know it says to do this in the script. I have a visual idea. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna do something a little different. Does this work? Does that work? And we get to like hammer that out and, and make a honestly a stronger, a stronger comic just with the communication.
2: I'm gonna tear up. That was really nice. <laughs> um, and tearing up a little bit. That was really sweet. I mean? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Uh, yeah communication is what's key to I think a good kind of comic book or just honestly any creative project um yeah even like yeah I wish I could even communicate more with like the colors and the letter and stuff that's how you get good stuff the the biggest thing I learned from Fred is Fred is so good I can challenge you know because sometimes it's like working with a new artist or any or a new actor or anything like a new collaborator as a writer, you don't want to annoy them with like material that like they don't want to do or anything like that. Talking to Fred has been good, but also the biggest thing is like Fred is a very good artist and he's up for a challenge. We have so many like experimental techniques happening mm. in every issue. We got, I don't look, I'll, I, this is not a spoiler. We have a Fumetti comic coming up in issue four which is the italian photo comic technique so we're, we're gonna have some fucking real world shit and the cool <laughs> thing and like as a writer you're so used to like you know you're usually like a cog in like a weirder machine i'm sure artists are too versus yeah. someone like a bunch of money um money uh, but yeah no fred really taught me like i can challenge him i can I can push myself as a writer. If I have like a crazy idea running by him. And also you, I remember Fred was like, Oh, does Alex have any notes? Like give him notes. I, I never have any notes because like, unless it is like, unless I have like a gag idea or something like that, because I, I really view like the artist is the comic. The artist is the book, the, the, the writer, unless you're like Alan Moore or something and the speech balloons take up half the page or whatever. Um, <laughs> The artist is, like, I always view that as, like, if it's a movie, it's the director. They choose the shot. They choose the mood. And when you're, like, a 12-year-old looking for a comic book and you're flipping through it, the art, the art, the art is the thing. Uh, well, Alan, that's a good guy. That's what I to. <laughs> I'm looking for. I'm going to tear
0: up yeah in a very emotional podcast interview we we we, we every, everybody will
2: cry by the end of this one. Oh, and also friend gives me notes on my scripts for like uh other rick and morty shit and i really appreciate that he's also like a really funny guy so he's gonna just a great writer too so it's gonna we're gonna see some of that probably pretty soon that's awesome i hope so do, <laughs>
0: thank you do, do, do you guys i mean this this comic will be coming out Mm-hmm. while season five of rick and morty the show that you know yeah there is a show we don't care that,
1: about that we care about the comics fuck? but it's that's a show yeah,
0: yeah it's, apparently apparently it's on tv too uh, do, i
1: don't know do why they guys, try. do you
0: guys take that into consideration at all like when this is coming out do you do you have to like cross check against like what adult swim is doing or is it just two separate lanes and you kind of just Go in your
3: own direction. It's kind of two separate lanes. And I think if we get too close to the edge, somebody yells at us. Yeah. (laughs) No, that's uh, the only note we would, like, ever get is, like,
2: this might... Yeah, I don't know. Uh, It's, like, content stuff rather than, like, quality stuff from... licenser I don't even know if I'm allowed to talk about that but that's pretty basic uh, yeah. the comic book takes place in a separate universe they actually went out of their way to make sure no one's stepping on anyone's toes the cartoon doesn't seem to care what happens in the comic as shown by the fact that I that Fred and I told bird person's origin last time and no one stopped us or right. gave us like right. a note um, yeah the biggest thing about it coming out with season five is I think it's gonna sell really well. Because, sure. like, yeah. people are going to be, like, more excited about it. Um, I mean, they already
3: seem to be, honestly.
2: They, they already seem to be. I will tell you, actually, one thing. I do have, like, a real thing, is I think about the greatest, because the we're doing licensed comics. You know, it's a little different than, like, you're doing a Spider-Man comic and the movie's coming out. Because the idea is, like, the movie's its own thing, comics its own thing. Because Rick and Morty is so much smaller. It's all its own thing. And I think about Carl Barks, the greatest kind of like, it's kind of funny even to call him a licensed comics guy because he's like just known as like one of the greatest (laughs) cartoonists. But he took a duck in a sailor suit who got mad at a mouse. And he like gave him a whole universe, the greatest adventure comics, Scrooge McDuck, his rich uncle. And I think about those and I think about what can I give Rick and Morty fans that they aren't necessarily getting from the show, which by the way, it's like, there's nothing the show is like denying them. It really is just the show has is a finite thing. Right. So I try to think. And the one thing I, that's good that I get to do as a writer is I really get to do my own voice in it, as opposed to just like you know the, the beauty of like collaborating with a writers' room is creates a beautiful thing. But working as um, by myself, you get and with Fred. Uh, both Fred and I get to like represent our own like unique points of view. And that's something you don't necessarily get with the show. So that's the one thing I'm thinking about is when you finish, like I remember Marvel, when all the movies were coming out, they very much did a thing. Like that's when Miles Morales became Spider-Man. That's when Jane Foster became Thor. That's when Sam... Wilson, I want to say, became Captain, not Captain Falcon, Captain America, and they said, like, yes, because when you go see the movie, we want to give them something totally different than the comics, and that's something I think about a lot. license i guess could be the same but completely different worlds
0: universes and interpretations on on these characters and um yeah the fact that you can you know have origin stories for characters and 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 maybe not exactly align with what's happening in the show it's still uh, it's still you know relates and it's still but it's, it's a new fun and exciting journey with them so
2: yeah also the show is more than happy to do its own thing <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna someday tell bird person's origin it's probably gonna be totally different than the comic different universes but i feel like that's also like a part of the appeal i think about the star wars books that came out before jabba the hut was shown where jabba the hut like was a very humanoid alien and i think that's like a big part of the charm because if you read the spin-off comics i want you to get like a little weirdness in there like that
3: Absolutely. I think that's just being like, okay, they're not gonna do this. There's no way they're gonna do this. Let's let's do this. <laughs> yeah. Which is which is a lot of fun.
2: I mean, they'll they could never they they don't do because the thing is like a mini-series is almost like having a movie. You know what I mean? And having yeah. like a Rick and Morty movie called like Rick's New Hat is really stupid. <laughs> and that that isn't something the show can do. The show tells the show is perfect, but but it is like beyond all, like, a science fiction sitcom. So we'll tell, like, self-contained
3: stories with, like, slightly longer arcs. Right. I'll I'll say this, too. Another big part of the comic that's very appealing for me, and I know Alex, too, is that we're doing stuff in it that is very comic book specific. Like, there's stuff in it we're doing, and I'm like, even if the show told this story, they couldn't tell it the way the comic is telling it. No. We're doing some real specific... Comic art stuff like we were talking about the Fumetti, um, and other things coming up that are going to be uh, really, really fun. Really, yeah. fun. I don't want that. I don't want to spoil, but yeah. it's it's going to be real good. Going to be real good.
0: Yeah, we, we got to get the people out to the stores and purchasing these books.
2: Like we,
1: we got we to we hook
2: them with those
0: little teeth. Yeah. T-
1: yeah. right?
2: got, got, got. got Fumetti. Oh, you're Rick and Morty fans. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you, they, they've got they've got to do it. But uh, you know, here's the thing uh fair listener, you have to, you know, you have to start going to your comic stores and ordering these things ahead of time because because as you were talking about before we started recording, uh, you, uh Fred Alex, you were talking about the the issues being sold out, number one being yeah. sold out everywhere. Uh does that oh, yeah. does that does that little bit? Cause I don't know, I don't know if Bird Person was sold out. Uh but it wasn't. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Is that how, how intimidating is that? Like, what kind of pressure does that put on you for, you know, issues two through 17, um, assuming it at least goes to 17.
2: Oh yeah. they are going to add nine more. Wait, sorry, Fred, go on. Yeah, uh, no, it's
3: it's definitely intimidating. Uh, I try, honestly, I try to keep my head down and not look at any reviews or anything when that stuff's going on. Cause I'm like, hey, I got stuff to do. I can't, I can't get in my own head about what someone else is thinking about it <laughs> but um i am fortunate though that i have people who are like hey this one's good i'm like oh thanks <laughs> like someone will send me a link and be like this one's a good one i'm like oh okay cool <laughs> that that's just let me know <laughs> yeah but um, no, it's it is intimidating absolutely
2: i like i feel good i don't know most of my scripts are done um uh, <laughs> i still gotta write the last one but most of them are done Uh, No, it it feels nice because yeah, it's it's, like the reality. It is like right now the comic is selling out because Fred's cover is so good and the title is so weird and people love like Rick and Morty. Once they start buying it, I'll feel intimidated, but this makes me feel like we did a good job so far. I, I feel good. I feel like we did the characters right. Because, you know, with a comic like this, they are looking for a good Rick and Morty adventure.
1: Yeah. Could yeah. I be intimidated? Well <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, they because they've, they've had other uh other kind of limited series like uh, Rick and Morty Go to Hell. Uh That's excellent stuff. Yeah. The uh, uh the sex dragon one, I forget what it worlds apart, I think. Worlds apart, yeah, yeah. Um and uh and all those although I those did those did well, uh Rick's new hat seems to be resonating in a in a way that uh that that those not may not have i i I should say
2: they're excellent books people in rick and morty ever after they're all very very good i want to give those all a plug uh they're all such brilliant works they're all such brilliant writers i think david ferrier wrote rick and morty go to hell and he wrote oh no ryan ferrier my bad he's not um he wrote a comic he wrote a comic called dave but yeah I think they I think they all do well. They they all they all sell very well. I just honestly don't look at the sales charts for other people's comics uh, cuz
3: I'm not a big weirdo. Um uh, yeah, it's not unlikely some of these other books are also selling out at some shops. It's just it's not our books so we're not looking at that. Yeah. sure. You know. <laughs> no they're really excellent books though
2: definitely. uh worlds apart was so good uh there and, and ever after was ever after was wonderful it told a rick and morty fantasy story which is excellent rick world morty worlds apart i want to give a plug because they pulled a character that because a lot of this like i've been writing rick and morty for the comics a lot of it is like which existing character do you want to pull it's a story about jerry's dad like Jerry's like polyamorous father or cuckold or whatever, whatever uh, relationship they have from anatomy park. And like, that's such a brilliant poll. What's Morty's other grandpa like it's um, it's very good. In, in this issue.
0: I am. I absolutely love how you guys have have worked with it, and I am. I'm super excited for the rest of these episodes or issues, because it's like it's it's not it's not a way that I've seen him manipulated, sort of or or hamstrung in the past, and so it it is a really unique take on on limits uh, for for Rick and and uh, I, I we've talked about it in the past about how like Rick can sometimes seem like a god right he he cannot fail because of his you know limitless intelligence mm-hmm. and the things that he's created but uh i don't know i think you guys are doing something really cool with with this issue so i'm i'm go buy it people go
1: buy it <laughs> yeah. yeah go buy it go buy it i was just going to say his rick ex machina
2: yeah no that was interesting to to explore i was just kind of thinking of like the promethean myth kind of and it seems like just like rick almost because the, the show is always going like oh he's a god he's a god he's a god and i was like yeah he does seem like a character from greek myth who like gets a gift from someone And this was in the preview we showed yeah. gave me and rick yeah yeah and i was kind of just like yeah the whole story of like what would happen if those gifts were like uh th- those gifts were like tampered those godly gifts tampered. Samson losing his hair, like that kind of thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's it's great. I I yeah. I absolutely love it. Male pattern so. baldness for Samson. Yeah, yeah.
0: So you guys in, in in the the onslaught of promoting this phenomenal comic are are going to the the source of where where comic readers uh, collect themselves. You guys are doing an AMA on Reddit. Yes. Uh, this is going to be uh, on the. Is this on the Rick and Morty subreddit?
2: In the Rick and Morty subreddit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. which I think you guys are mods of, right? one of yeah them, one of us shameless is. plugs one what of them you, is I, I don't i don't you don't oh,
0: i don't, you don't i got time for that no. right. <laughs> um so june 2nd ama uh if you guys make it out there if you guys have questions for alex and fred about the book make sure that you get those questions out on the ama um anything else you guys are working on or, or that you guys want to want to plug while while we got you here
2: i mean wait fred you have a million books coming out let's oh hear those. God.
3: all right hold on a second <laughs> Let's hear um, the poop book. I'm excited I about do... the poop book. Well, which one? Um, the poopay book. I was fucking <laughs> losing it at that synopsis. And then I was like, oh, yes. Fred Coloring, that rules. Yeah. So I'm coloring yeah. a book um called Hello, My Name is Poop. It's a <laughs> uh young reader's comic or younger, it's like a middle grade comic, um, drawn by Ian McGinty, written by Ben Katzner. And um, it's it's really good. It's about uh I don't know how much I can say, but it's about poop magic. And um it's about a kid whose name is Will Poopay, and uh, yeah, it's everyone calls him Poop, so it's a whole thing. It's <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Uh, I'm also working on another poop comic, which is the final issue of Invader Zim Quarterly, <sighs> which is being written or has been written by Jonah Vasquez and Eric Trueheart, and drawn by uh, Aaron Alexovic, um, and I'm on colors Warren. Uh, yeah um warren what is doing the lettering as usual and he's amazing the whole thing's really fun and it's all about a time loop from alien poop so it's yeah and i'm and i'm working on mr poopy butthole it's a whole thing whoa
1: Man, a lot of a lot of poop themes in comics i got, these a, days. I got a real here, here. trifecta Kind of niche happening. Would you, would you say? <laughs> would you say you're the, the the king of the poop comics? Is that? I'd say I'd say I'm the number two guy in comics. <laughs> this fucking guy.
3: Uh, yeah, as long as I uh, Ross is doing all the piss comics, I'm gonna be the number one. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's some stuff I've been working on. Uh, it's really good. Also, I did an issue earlier in the year of Invaders and Quarterly uh, Issue Four. I think it was uh, Zim's Greatest Plan. And you can find that at comic shops and, um, oh, that's another thing. You can buy these books digitally too. Yeah. If you're so inclined at uh, various websites, um, just look up, uh, I think it's on Comicsology. I think it's on some others, but, uh, if a book is sold out. Yeah. Amazon, uh, Kindle, other digital sellers and you can uh, pick up the books there. So scam sites, we got to plug scam sites. Oh, I mm.
2: no, no,
1: no. Oh, <laughs> look this. Delete what I just said. Go to www.blank blank blank. No, no, blank, no, blank, no, blank. no, no, no. No. Pay money. <laughs> Support the artists and writers and Support the artists and the letters.
2: companies and yeah. the stores and uh, Jeff Bezos. Shop at Amazon and comic
3: J just message one of us. I, I I I'll get a stack of them in the mail and I don't go to cons much. <laughs> then owe me a hundred dollars and I will sign a copy for you.
2: There you go. Are you gotta reference something we we're talking about before the show.
1: <laughs> oh, you'll never know. I, I know I know you've done stuff like that before though, uh right. gents, uh, but mostly take a picture of, of you oh, with yeah. with the Ricky oh, Morty comic. Right. Uh and and tag you over on Twitter at at uh <laughs> let's see, Alex Fearer. And at Fred's wow. East dressing. And then yeah. you you'd you'd uh, you'd done a, a custom animation on the on the screenshot. <laughs> yep. And we yeah. get an
2: NFT of uh, yeah. Yeah. uh no, I will yeah. scribble my name on it and then Fred will draw an elaborate, beautiful drawing interacting elaborate. with uh <laughs> you uh, draw bird person, he'll look like bird person and he'll be going like, Oh, what a nice car you have It's the guys that going a start. And it's like, shit, they got their own little like Roger Rabbit scene. But they're interacting with a cartoon character and my name on it yeah <laughs> uh a-
1: a- alex last last thing I want to ask you you mm-hmm. know what are you what have you got what have you got you got what
2: have I got i don't know if I have anything I can talk about oh. um <laughs> no until it's solicited, I can't talk shit. Mm. I got Rick and Morty's Rick's New Hat issue two coming out and issue three. Will there be an issue four? It has been solicited. I can't tell you. There will be an issue four. Uh, I don't know. Go to Amazon, pre order the graphic novel of Rick's New Hat. Okay, uh, go. Yeah. What else? I don't know. I'll plug other people's work. Hmm. Let's see. Uh, you, guys, you guys see Bring Up Baby? That's a really good movie. <laughs> You <laughs> HBO Max. No. Let's bring a baby. It's great. Okay,
3: yeah, there you go. go. Real classic.
2: That's yeah. yeah, great. It's classic for a reason.
0: And there you have it, guys. That is our interview with Alex Fierer and Fred stressing the creative minds and artistic skills behind Rick's new hat. Available at your favorite comic shop this week, June second. Um, I mean, if you if you can find it. If if you can even find it,
1: if and that and that's a big if. Even digitally, I'm sure. I'm sure there's only so many digital copies out there uh, that, that you can you can get your digital hands on. Uh, yeah, we were we we hung out in the in the Zoom a little bit after uh, we stopped talking to to uh, after we stopped recording. Yeah. You
0: know, we and, love post uh, shows, so we we did a post <laughs> interview, hang with them for a little bit. Yeah.
1: And and they they are just so knowledgeable about about comics. Uh, uh, Alex went into uh, talking about Leonard the Duck uh, versus uh, Howard ha- the Duck. Howard right? the Duck,
0: yeah, when Howard the Duck goes into the witness Got protection kidnapped. program. Uh, the the, Image the like, faux crossover like the, the whole thing, <laughs> um, yeah, just super knowledgeable like their history of comics they 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 really understand and they 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 put a lot of that knowledge into their work. We we both got the opportunity to to read through uh, Rick's new hat number one. I I highly recommend it. I think it's great and I think it's it's a great start to what what will probably be a terrific set of issues uh, coming out of Oni Press. So um, definitely go check it out. Make sure you guys pick that up also something they they failed to mention um, in the interview and then and then we're like oh shoot we forgot to plug that <laughs> but um the the rick and morty presents uh volume three this is this is a collection of of all of those uh like one-off sort of rick and morty presents comics volume three is also coming out june 2nd uh, also if you haven't read bird person yet the, that we talked to them about last year uh that's an, that's another great comic so all of those available um in in a, in a majority of of platforms, wherever you, wherever you get your comics from, uh, but not
1: scan sites. Do not go to scan sites.
0: Do not. We're watching you. Don't do it.
1: (laughs) Uh, yeah, those, those guys are great. And if if you're, if you're listening to this before the second of June, want to reemphasize that they're going to be doing an AMA over on the Rick and Morty subreddit as well on June 2nd. So, uh, if you, if you are interested in their, their interview, uh, for them talking to us, Make sure you head out to uh, Reddit and, and, and ask them some questions. And you can also—they uh, are very, very responsive over over on Twitter. Fred at Fred C. Stressing uh, with one S and stressing, or Alex Fehrer, which is kind of spelled Fierer, FIRER or F I R E R. Over on Twitter, hit them up, follow them. They're they're great guys, and uh, we can't we can't emphasize that enough. Absolutely, and and and
0: those those are our short outs. Listeners' suggestions and short outs for the week. Go follow those guys. Uh, keep up with everything that they're doing. And 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 thank you. If you want to be shorted out on an upcoming episode, uh, make sure that you're following us. Uh, so many people continue to follow us over on Twitter and, and our different social media platforms. We're thankful for all of you. Uh, leave a comment. Leave us a question on those platforms. Uh, And we look forward to answering those as we get more and more into the depths of of season five. Uh, It's it's happening soon. We've 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 got we've got like three weeks, three weeks. guys. It's it's amazing. So um, we're excited. If you're excited, we know you're excited. If you're listening to this, we know you're excited. (laughs) Um, But yeah, this this is this is going to be a fun year. And uh, yeah, Brandon, any any final thoughts uh, on this episode?
1: Final thoughts. Make sure you tune in to, to our social media as well at Rick and Morty Pod on Twitter and uh, Instagram. We do do stuff there from time to time. Make sure you follow us. We're gonna have some good con, great con. No, not good. We're gonna have great, great.
0: content, great content
1: going into season five and and beyond. So please tune in. Uh, we we love you. We thank you so much for listening and being yeah. a part of the, our the fandom w- with us. We we we're we're happy to be here
0: and 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 as a reminder to to our audio listeners specifically because we know that's where the the core of the audience still lives um we, don't forget, we've, we've got a YouTube you head out to apathetic enthusiasm or, or youtube.com slash apathetic enthusiasm, subscribe over there, uh, you know, leave us some comments. If you want to see what these people look like in these interviews and, and see, see some of the, the clips that we're sharing, uh, make sure to head out to YouTube and check that stuff out. Uh, and yeah, give, give the, give those videos a thumbs up if if you're enjoying them and, and, and want to continue seeing stuff like that out there. Okay. That's enough from us. We love you, Unity. Thank you so much. Until next time, I'm Travis. And I'm Brandon.
1: And we'll see you next week.
0: All right, bye.